That's right. Jared has a loud voice, so it'll be okay. Allie, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you. You're beautiful. Thank I love you, you so much. You're just you. so cute. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Can how you hear me? Jared, how are you doing? Yeah, I want to talk like this. Hey, do I fit in the decibel range that you need me to do? You sound perfect. You're <clears throat> amazing at the speech. Okay. Great. Okay. <laughs> nope. Definitely not. Please never do that again. Okay. okay. Ready? Ready. Spaghetti. Okie dokie, artichokey. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm your host, Max Bach, and I'd like to give you a very warm welcome back to the Max. Today, I'm with Jared and Allie, the coolest young adult people that I know, because they're dope as the Pope Soap on a rope. So, this is Jared. Hello. And this is Allie. Hello. Yeah, so they're great. Um, they're going to answer some questions that y'all sent in. So, good job to everyone who sent in questions. If you didn't send in questions, you're a hashtag loser. So, try again next week, friends. Okay, so before we get to the Q&A, I just want to introduce Jared and Allie a little bit more. Okay, so I know Jared and Allie through church. They're my youth pastors, kind of. Jared is, but Allie, like, just tags along. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's fair. No, it's not, but... <laughs> it's said, so... <laughs> yeah, you got anything to say about youth pastoring, or...? Anything to say about youth pastoring? Um, I really like to youth pastor. That's so good. And particularly youth pastor you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. You're all right. It's pretty great. Yeah. I... I don't know. It's something I never expected I would do. Um, mm -hmm. But here we are in Bailey, Colorado, middle of nowhere. Yeah. Youth pastors. Yeah. It's fun. It is fun. I'm really glad that you guys came because, you know, you're amazing and wonderful and kind-hearted people, and I just love y'all so much. Mm, I'm so happy that you came <laughs> onto my show because um, also, you guys don't know this, but Jared and Allie have never listened to my podcast before. Never. No. Yeah, so they're just jumping onto this, this bandwagon yeah. because I was like, hey, you want to be part of it? And they're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You need to catch those trends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And in case y'all didn't know, I'm the newest trend. Yeah, Hashtag Max for president. <laughs> you already made president. Yeah, but that was a different kind of president. Now I want to be president of the world. You got this. Okay. Thank you. I'd well, vote for you. We support this. Fully. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Youth pastors. Yes. I love that for us. You can have our endorsement. Seriously? <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Actually, did I tell you guys for my yeah. um. What is it? My campaign? Mm -hmm. I emailed Sal Khan, you know, the guy who runs Khan Academy, and I was like, hey, will you be my famous person to sponsor my campaign? I never got an email back from him. <laughs> no, but sad. you sent it. But I sent yeah. it. Hey, that's what counts. Yeah, I, like, low-key, like, as I sent it, I was like, regret, but then I was like, it's too late now, because, like, I was, like, a slap-happy, crazy person, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was a thing that was done. You know the guy now, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he mm -hmm. emails me all the time. He's like, Khan Academy's doing this. Khan Academy's doing that. Like, why would you email me if you didn't want me to ask you for favors? That's exactly oh, yeah. it. Definitely. Right? That's how that he works. He wants something from you. Exactly. He wants something from me, so I, can, I can't get something from him. Exactly. You know? It doesn't, yeah. doesn't compute. You don't you gotta just... Gotta go both ways, Sal. Exactly. Thank you, Sal Khan, for not sponsoring me, but I want it anyway, so in your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that you're at the top, I bet he really regrets his decision. Yeah, I bet he does. Who cares that no one has ever heard of my school? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's definitely true. Maybe if I went to like a really big school that everyone knew, 
Like, is there a fake high school that everyone knows? I don't think people don't really know, care about like, high schools. They I feel definitely like, don't. I feel like the only high schools people know about are, like, the ones in the Midwest that are super crazy about football, you know? Hmm. Or super racist. Yeah, or super mm-hmm. racist, like that's, Allie's that's high school. That's my, my high school. Oh, no. They've been in the news a couple of times for being ridiculously racist. Oh, that's mm-hmm. horrible. Headliners. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Not proud. That's no, a yeah. huge rip. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess, I mean, the racist people are probably proud. Like, haha. But they didn't see that one coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully they're changing. I don't know. I don't think they are. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, next, we're going to continue on to the segment that I introduced last episode, which took me two hours to edit, in case you were wondering. (laughs) That was a fun time. Um, But yeah, so, we just talk about the stuff that we love, and for this time, we have decided to talk about dogs. Yes. Yeah. So... True passion of mine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're they're really good. What kind of dog doggos do you like the most right now? Right now? Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely wiener dogs. Wiener dogs? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I went to a friend's house who had a wiener dog, mm-hmm. and uh, I fell in love again. And I can say that it's changed my life for the oh. past week. And just, yeah. There's also like a, a rescue down in Denver that I've been just stalking all the dogs on mm-hmm. there. And there's one named Otis that I really want, but um, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Oh. It's good. Yeah, my grandma loves wiener dogs. She <laughs> is like obsessed with them. And they had like... So they had a wiener dog named Beans, but then he passed away because he was really old. And then they got another wiener dog from the shelter named Amber, and she was really sweet. But then Mm. she passed away because she was also old. So (laughs) at least it's from being old and not right. Yeah, no, they had like good lives, and my grandma took such good care of them. And they walked every day. And my grandpa has like this little um, like he used to have like a smart car, and so they would like drive to the walking place in their smart car with their little wiener dog on the console. Like a small dog in a small car. Yeah, it was the cutest. Like low-key small people too yeah like i think they i think my grandma used to be tall but you know life mm-hmm. happens and life you get happens. short yeah yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so it's cute what kind of doggos do you like most jared i like bigger dogs generally like what kind of bigger dogs <clears throat> um ones that are really furry i wish i had like an ideal dog that like didn't shed a lot but was still super furry mm because I really think I just want a dog for the warmth and to, like, hug. That's you know? cute. I love that for you. So, yeah. like, you talking, like, Smiling Sammy, you know, the big fluffy white ones? Mm, those are good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aren't they? They shed like crazy. I, they do, The yeah. place where I nanny, like, you go into the yard and their hair is just in the yard. Wait, do they have Smiling Sammies? Oh, wow. Yeah. They oh do. They have two. And the hair is everywhere. Oh, it's like an acre. so cute, though. <laughs> I love that. And the hair doesn't leave. <laughs> it's a problem. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. I don't know if I'm really quite on the wiener dog train mm. yet. What? Yeah. Sorry, Allie. <laughs> we haven't talked Wait. about this. You, no. you have been on board until right now. Yeah. It's just the last wiener dog we met, the one that you fell in love she with. She was good. Allie, you know, she was, she was kind of a terrible little dog. What? what she just saying. ate food off the table. <laughs> And primarily the coffee table because be that's the only one she could reach. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just wasn't impressed with the character well, of that I, dog. If we get one, yep. I'll train it. We'll train it better. Yeah, I was going to say, its moral compass seemed a little bit Yeah, but it's not, that's not the dog's fault. Hmm. That's I don't like, know. That's like blaming pit bulls and stuff for being bad. Jared, you're being doggist. Doggist? I have nothing against pit bulls. Don't bring them into this. But it's like the same thing. 
It's like people who are like, you, this, all pit bulls are bad because I met one bad pit bull, but really it's just the owner's fault because they raised them like that. So no. you're like, you, I don't want a wiener dog because this one wiener dog that I met because the owner did not teach it manners. I know multiple wiener dogs. My cousin had a wiener dog named Cinnamon who was straight up legit. And then my aunt and uncle also, who were not the parents of the cousins with Cinnamon. My aunt and uncle had another wiener dog named Maggie, who was the fattest dog I've ever seen. This poor dog, he like, probably just died of a heart attack by oh, now, but no. essentially they would just like go camping with it and you could always tell where the wiener dog had gone because his belly had dragged on the trail and you just see the straight line snaking it through the trail with like little dots where its paws tried to touch ground, but somehow it traveled like that. And, and they thought she was the smartest dog in the world, but I'll tell you, like, Tell it like sit down, and it would just like wag its tail. But because it's so fat, you couldn't really tell it was sitting. <laughs> It'd be like, "Good job, Maggie. Good job," and give it a hot dog, <laughs> an entire hot dog for the wiener dog, and making it fat. I feel like it's really ironic. And then they'd be like, "Lay down, Maggie," and then she wouldn't move. But they'd be like, "Oh, you're so smart, Maggie," and they give her another freaking, another freaking hot dog. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. So because. Of a fat wiener dog, you don't want a wiener dog. No, it's because a house party wiener dog, that's why. <laughs> Whatever. She was a jerk. <laughs> she tried to eat my crackers, <laughs> and she drank my water. Didn't like her. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of dog would you like? Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dying. <laughs> okay. Hey. Um, I would really like, like, a Labradoodle, you know, just because, like, okay, Labs and Poodles are, like, the smartest dogs, right? Mm -hmm. And I used to have a lot of two Labs. I had a um, a black Lab named Ebony Mm -hmm. and a a brown Lab named Sadie. And Sadie died of cancer, which was really Mm -hmm. unfortunate because, you know, she was our, we called her our tater dog. Oh, she was so cute. She was so freaking smart. She's she's the best. Mm -hmm. But then Ebony was our supermodel dog because, you know, she's kind of ditzy. But, I mean, there are some really smart supermodels out there. So if you're a supermodel and you're listening to this, you're a genius. Don't let anyone ever tell you otherwise. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, but my supermodel dog was Ditsy. And she like she's kind of just like, I'm so beautiful that it doesn't even matter, you know? <laughs> I don't even know that she... We told her every day how pretty she was. So, mm-hmm. she, so she probably knew that she was beautiful, probably, you know? Yeah. Just because mm-hmm. I think Sadie was, like, telling her to. Like, Sadie no, was yeah. like... You're beautiful, but I'm smart, so joke's on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we love Sadie more, like, I'm not going to lie. Mm, oh, fair. wow. Yeah, but then Sadie Brain died, thing. so Ebony got all the attention. Oh, dang. So, so sad. <laughs> oh. poor Sadie, we miss her, but she's a good doggo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I really want a Labradoodle, just because, like, and then their fur, their fur, <laughs> their fur coats are, like, all wavy mm-hmm. and stuff, but it's like, oh. And they don't shed either. Yeah, and if they do shed, it's, like, not as bad, you know? Like, they're hypoallergenic. I say that in quotes because, Mm -hmm. you know, apparently no dog is actually hypoallergenic, which I recently discovered. It made me sad. Um, Yeah, because I was Googling. um, I wanted to get a dog that we could have, like, as a therapy dog for my school. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, wait a second. Um, Like, it should be a husky, right? Because, like, you know... Our school mascot is the husky. And then I was yeah. like, but that's not going to happen. So I Googled hypoallergenic husky and it popped up no. And then I was like, hypoallergenic dogs. And it was like, there's no real hypoallergenic dog. It's just fake news. Oh, man. What? I feel like I've been living a lie. 
Yeah, I felt that way too. Um, like you said, though, there's just dogs that like don't shed as much, mm-hmm. and then there's like dogs that have like I guess a different kind of texture of fur that mm-hmm. um, like it doesn't feel as bad. Yeah. On your nostrils or oh. wherever your mm-hmm. allergies come from. Okay. I don't know. I've never mm-hmm. had allergies, so mm-hmm. how does that yeah. work? Does anyone know? Basically, nature tries to kill you by just slowly strangling you. It's horrible. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> I'm allergic to cats. Oh, sad day. Yeah. I want to get a cat, too, mm-hmm. but okay. this oh, is yeah. not I'll about I'll never cats. visit okay. you. Okay, ragdoll cats. Okay. Oh, ragdoll cats? Yes. They, they basically, they're called ragdoll cats because when you pick them up, they basically just go limp. And they're just happy like that. They'll, they'll let you do whatever you want to them. Like They have no personality. They you are, are their personality. Yes, exactly. And I honestly, they do. That. Like my sister Amanda mm. has a ragdoll cat, and her name oh, is yeah. Beatrice. And mm-hmm. if you're taking a shower, she wants to be in the shower too. So like she'll come with you, and like she'll just be soaking wet. Like, These cats are crazy. Really fluffy, <laughs> just matted down cat, and she's so happy. They have their own Instagram. They Shout do. out. Premium cat content. Yeah, you check it out. It. Yeah. It's so good. Wait, is that the one that you guys were telling me about? Mm-hmm. You were telling mm-hmm. me about, and then you sent me the pictures of yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Chick Girl no longer has Instagram because mm-hmm. apparently, you know, it causes depression. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, it's probably so much. <laughs> no, it definitely causes some depression. It didn't cause some depression in me because, like, I would just, like, scroll through it just for, like, looking at cats and stuff. Yeah. I mean, why that, else would you really, you know? Yeah, I followed, Fair. like, and also cows. Cows, oh. I think cows are the cutest thing. My uncle, they are. Yeah. Good. My uncle owns a dairy farm, and so, mm-hmm. like, he's like, a cow is getting born right now. So, sometimes we've seen cow births, which is, you know, low-key not the best. Yeah, but the no. baby calves are the cutest, because you just walk up to them, and you're like, hey, do you want to drink some milk? But sometimes... You can trick them into thinking that your fingers are, like, the bottle that you feed them. So yeah. they just, like, suck on your fingers for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, the funniest thing ever. <laughs> I love it so much. It feels gonna, so like, strange. bite off your finger or something? No. Oh, but that's nice. the thing, though. Yeah, they're too nice. They would never. I don't know if I trust them. <laughs> they're calves. What is, why would they? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. So, we love dogs. We do. We all share that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Love them. Yeah, Jared has a vendetta against wiener dogs, but yeah. it's fine. I'm particular. I've, I've got standards. Standards? That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. I have standards, too. And that's why after this, I'm done talking to you. That was a joke. I love you very much. Fine. <laughs> ah. <laughs> okay. So, now we have some questions that I'd like to ask y'all because mm-hmm. some people send in questions and then some people just found random questions to ask you. <laughs> By random, I mean according to like a thing, like a guideline sort yeah. of deal. What is oh, wow. that? But like, not. No like, idea. Yeah, I don't actually okay. know words. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's my favorite part of doing a podcast. I just come in and I'm like, hey. <laughs> Yeah. This is why I had to edit for two hours. <laughs> because I just like sit at the computer screen and I just like stare. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. I'm like just I'm in the middle of a sentence sometimes and I just like stop talking. Yeah. And I'm like, um <laughs> you build like a backstory that you have like seizures or something. Okay. Have I ever told you how Caitlin France tells me that I have like she used to tell me that I have Tourette's 
that I told her I actually have early onset Parkinson's. <laughs> oh, God, no. Because I do this thing where I, like, oh, shake, no. like, a lot randomly. <laughs> yeah, so she'll, like, not good. Like, try to hold my hand or something or, like, take something from me or just be, like, around me. And she just, like, watches my hand shake a lot. Oh, no. And she's like, do you have Tourette's? I'm like, no, you have Tourette's. Leave me alone. <laughs> That's right. Just fire him right back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big shout out to all the people with Tourette's. I t- have you seen, like, t- comedians with Tourette's? Because they are the funniest comedians I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like, I was watching America's Got Talent and this one guy... He, was, he had Tourette's, and he, like, made so many jokes, and it was just the best. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved it so much. Yeah, and now <laughs> I just have to keep talking until Jared gets back. He's stirring the mac and cheese. <laughs> oh, wow. That's some good stirring right there. It's important. Mm. It is important. Mm-hmm. Always remember to stir your mac and cheese, folks. Yes. Okay. Lesson one of adulting. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So adulting, <laughs> that is the the um, road that we are on with these questions. Mm-hmm. Adulting. Oh, oh God. Okay, because y'all have just recently come into the whole adulting deal. Yeah. For Jared, less recently, because yeah. he's an old man. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna That's think fair. like she's twenty, and I'm like some sixty-year-old creep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you're only 40. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, Jared is 24. Uh, Wait, when did that happen? 25 and one Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's important. Not Mm -hmm. one month. Not yet. Oh, yeah. Not yet for another seven days. I was a little eager there. Yeah. Yeah, so Jared is 25 and Aleem is younger. <laughs> 22. 22. I always forget. Like, I don't know specifically. Like, I can barely remember my own sibling's age. The only reason I know is because Sam is exactly 10 years older than... Not exactly. Like, it would be weird if we were born on the same day, just 10 years apart. But, like, mm-hmm. she's 10 years older than me. Yeah. And Zach is a year younger than her. And then Cody is a year younger than him. Cody's my stepbrother. And he... Zach and Cody is my brothers. <gasps> what? Isn't that great? Kidding me? I'm not even kidding you. It was just Zach, but then my dad married JD, and now it's Zach and Cody. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. But they yeah. have a sweet life. Yeah, they have a sweet life. They don't really talk to each other, but they have a sweet <laughs> life separately. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so the Q&A is about adulting and sort of, like, things that come with that, I guess. Um, just because y'all are new to the game, but I think you're doing a really good job. I mean, you know, you have, you have jobs, even though Allie's looking for a new one right now. Mm-hmm. You have a house. Mm-hmm. So I feel like y'all are doing a good job. We're trying. We're trying. <laughs> Real hard. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Huh. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, Jordan. Jordan is one of my best people. He actually um, loves my podcast, like, a lot. Oh. I introduced him to it, like, two days ago. He was like, Gasp, what is this? I was like, I made it. He's like, it's a lot better than I thought it would be. <laughs> so, thank you, Jordan, for always being so good to me. We love you. Okay, so he asked, other than your jobs at the church, what do you enjoy doing most? It's mm, a good question. Yeah. Because that does consume a lot of, mostly Jared's life, but also mine because I'm married to him. Yeah. I, I've, I think right off the bat, the first thing that I think of um, is I love, I just really love people in general. So if I... I'm able to get out and make friends and have really meaningful and good conversations and 
be able to help them. That's I enjoy that more than anything else. I people ask like, what are your hobbies? I'm like, I really like people. <laughs> like that's kind of what what it comes down to for me. Um, mm-hmm. But besides that, I also really love learning. Um, so if I ever get to read and talk about what I'm reading and learning, um, that's probably my favorite thing to do outside of church. Nice. I love that for you. Thanks. You're so cute. Oh, thank you. You're one of the most beautiful people that I've ever met. Like, how do I follow that one? Yeah, you don't. No, I'm just kidding. I want to know your take, too, Jared. Since you, like Ali said, have very little time outside of church. Oh, there's a man driving a thing. Yeah, he is. Is this utility truck? Yeah. That's pretty neat. Doing yard work. Sorry. (laughs) It's okay. um, I want to know what love is. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, um, yeah, what do you like to do? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Allie's was super deep. I like naps a lot. Um, I love naps. I'd say it's a passion of mine. Well, that's respectable. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to sit on my porch and look at people drive by. Wait, uh, in this case, well, the front porch, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I miss our old apartment because you could sit in the hammock and watch people get pulled over as they sped down the hill, which was great. As I was driving on Hangsman's and I turned yeah. off onto um, mm-hmm. the, you know, the one yep. road, um, there was a state trooper, like, right there. Sneaky. At the turn. I yeah. was like, what? They're everywhere. I yeah, know. They, they I don't do. know what, what, what the deal yeah, is. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, I can't drive, like, 15 minutes. I know. And mm-hmm. Allie has this, like, paranoia of cops that okay. they're all out to get her. Yes, I do. And she's, like... The most Not mild funny. person I've ever met. But They're every time she someday. sees <laughs> some police officer just parked on the side of the road for any reason, yeah. the guy could be pulled into like a Dairy Queen drive through yeah, And true. she will slam on the brakes and <laughs> gasp. <laughs> if I'm driving, better yet, she'll grab me and be like, there's a cop. And give me a, like an aneurysm every time. Oh, you know, I don't know why it happened though. Like I never used to feel this way. I could go like nine over past a cop or ten over and like not a problem. Mm-hmm. Now if I'm like one over, I like it's too much. I feel like, like it's, they can get me. It's ever since you had those like assault charges filed against you last <laughs> in Washington. Terrible. What? <laughs> no, it never happened. Actually, since we moved to Bailey, I don't know what happened. No. I think. Was it that way in Washington? No, I didn't drive in Washington. Okay, oh, like, he, here's a little tangent for her, like the mm-hmm. paranoia. Because like, I think I saw a glimpse of this once. We were, we were driving up to Canada from Washington. We we're going to go to Banff. <laughs> if you haven't been to Banff, go to Banff. Oh my gosh, It's yes. beautiful. So I, I, we're driving up there. It's me and all of Allie's gal pals. The car's just packed with a bunch of girls. There's one other boyfriend. There's one other boyfriend. I was told there would be more, but <laughs> instead it was just me and him oh, no. and a bunch of girls. And we're driving up there. And as soon as we get to the border, like, we're waiting in line for the border check, you know. And we, we get, pull up to the booth, and the guy's like, passports, please. And we all hand him a passport. And he starts asking us questions, like, hey, any food in the car? You know, like, is there anything, like, you should tell us about, you know, any guns, any, like, illegal substances? Then he asks, have any of you committed a felony? <laughs> and I don't know why, for the love of me. All of Allie's friends and Allie, and mind this, we've been dating for a while now. All, like all of them turn and look at me. Oh no! And they go, "Like have you?" <laughs> I don't know why me. And he just looks at me like super suspiciously after that, just like, like kind of gives me the eyebrow. And it wasn't a felony. It was, "Have you ever been arrested?" Which you almost have. You've been detained. 
in Canada before. What? <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake, but let's move on. Oh, no. Okay, yeah. so we're just outing Jared to yeah. the whole world. There goes my pastor job. <laughs> Over the internet. Yeah. No, your pastor people have to know about that or else you would not be a pastor boy. Yeah. Okay. So, what was the most stressful part about college? Oh, no. <sighs> All of it. No. Yeah, because Ali just graduated. Yeah, I just graduated yeah, this is fresh. like two weeks ago. This mm-hmm. is raw, Like uncut. There were just so many different parts of it that were stressful <laughs> on different levels. I mean, All I can remember it. the most stressful time, but the most stressful thing, that's mm. harder. What was the most stressful time for yeah, you then? Tell us how. Um, so it was my junior year of college. I was working like 20 hours a week. I was also interning part-time at my church. I was taking 17 credits. Four of which were Biblical Hebrew, which is really hard. <laughs> uh, and then also, during this time, Jared and I were engaged, so I was also planning a wedding. We were planning a wedding together. And um, Thank you. Yeah, sorry, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did it too. You did a lot. Um, so all of that, and then also I had a loved one pass away like on finals week. Oh, no. Like, Two weeks before yeah, we got married. That sucked. So oh. I, it was like beginning of finals week and like emailing my professors like, sorry, I can't take my exams. I have to fly 1,600 miles away to go back mm-hmm. home. So like, okay. And so then I get back and then they give me all my exams and I take them all like in one day and like one yeah. sitting. Oh my gosh. It was yeah. crazy. Girl, no. <laughs> was, we did that together. I, and then like when our wedding like rolls around, I don't, I just like, I was so dazed. I'm just like, what is reality? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't remember most of it. We I left the wedding by like eight o'clock. Yeah, we were, we were just out. so tired. We were like, <laughs> we were out. <laughs> like it started at like five. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. sorry. And some reason after the like the day after the wedding, like on our honeymoon, we decided a road trip all the way across the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what drove us to do that. It was but actually really fun. It was great. But man. Yeah, yeah, and then and then after our honeymoon, we stayed like five days in Washington and then moved across the country to Bailey. <laughs> so yeah. here we are. <laughs> yeah, you all came here. Yeah, we so did. Yeah. that that happened. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah, that stuff. was the craziest time for me. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. What, what was the most stressful thing? The most stressful thing? Um, like, I think for me, it was balancing relationships and grades. Mm-hmm. Because oh, yeah. relationships are so much more important than grades, but grades also do matter. Right, so, and it's like hard to see that. Yeah. I get you because mm-hmm. a lot of the time like I can't focus on people like especially when school's happening because I'm like mm-hmm. school 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 yeah. school yeah. yeah yeah right exactly and mm-hmm. then like you get mm-hmm. so caught up in it, you can't love people well yeah you can't be mm-hmm. a good friend and whatever mm-hmm. yeah. um, so I think that was the hardest thing for me um, personally mm-hmm. makes sense mm-hmm. yeah did you yeah. have a stressful part about college or <clears throat> most stressful thing like any of it. Yeah. Um, be careful going up to Canada. You might just get <laughs> detained, not arrested. There's a difference. There is a difference, I found out. <laughs> um, so that was stressful. But no, the actual stressful thing about, about I'd say, college, I don't know. I had a really off-the-wall college experience where I went to, I was the guy who transferred schools all the time mm-hmm. and had four different degree paths. 
And so I think by the end of it, I was at like college number four or five, maybe even more. I don't know. There was a lot. And, uh, but eventually I, I graduated. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I'd say balancing work and school was really hard mm-hmm. for me because I, I was determined to get through school debt free. And so I worked and I also pay off all of my medical debt from my childhood, which was rough. And so I ended up, um, uh, yeah, working about 60 hours a week while going to school full time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, um, no. Yeah. And so it's that was worth w- having some debt. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Point. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's times I would just fall asleep randomly in classes and mm. stuff like that. And I remember there's a few really sleepless nights that I was just exhausted in. Um, I think the hardest time was I actually had one day off where I just had school and I was super excited about it. And I I went to school and then after class went down to the library to um, actually write this like massive paper. Mm-hmm. My first time writing one of these types of papers. Um, and it's like, and I sat down, I opened my computer and got a call from work saying, hey, you were scheduled. And I ended up just like crying. Oh no! <laughs> and so I ended up having to go to work. And, oh, yeah, and, that's uh, rough. Yeah, that that was hard. So I'd say balancing work and school. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe close to that would be sober shock as well. Mm-hmm. Like, if have you experienced sober shock before? Mm-mm. Okay, you'll get this in college. Heads up. Like this is this is insider information. Everyone needs to know. <laughs> the first week of school, you're gonna get all your syllabi. From your professors, mm-hmm. and you're gonna see like ten massive projects in your class, and you're gonna be like, "There's no freaking way I can do all of this." Mm-hmm. And so you just have to remember it's meant to be spread out, and you can be strategic about it, and don't worry about it. It's all gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But people like will open up their syllabus and just freak out and have anxiety attacks. Oh no. And like it's it's a horrible week for everyone, but if you can like get over that and figure out like, okay, this is just a thing, you're fine. Okay. You're hunky dory. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Love yep. insider tips. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, while you're at college, like, what was your favorite part about doing it and stuff and being there? Hmm. I'll take this one. Mm-hmm. I loved community. I liked the people. Um, I liked getting to know my professors. I liked getting to know my peers. Allie and I were both RAs. That's how we met. Um, and so we were responsible for a bunch of freshmen and other students as well. And, like, that was, like, terrifying because I was always, like, concerned that, like, one of my housemates was just going to end up, like, dead in the street or, like, oh, no. have, like, a, like, some girl pregnant. And, like, oh, no. <laughs> so I was, like, make smart decisions because <laughs> we lived in a super sketchy area where, like, people got, like, assaulted and stabbed quite regularly. Right. Um, <laughs> so, so that, that added another level of kind of intensity to our job. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I really love the people. There's a lot of moments I look back on and I, I laugh real hard. Yeah. Nice. That's good stuff. So after you get out of college, um, Jared has like a pretty good job now, but I know that Ali is like in the process of like leaving her old job getting a new job so how do you like go about finding a new job Mm -hmm. yeah um it's been it's been rough honestly so far 
I graduated, like I said, like a couple weeks ago, and I've been looking for jobs ever since then. And um, it's a lot to sort through. So first you find, you have to go through and find like three to five jobs that you can apply to or should apply to. Mm -hmm. And so once you do that, you sift through massive amounts of information and jobs and whatever um, to find three to five that seem feasible. And then you have to tailor your resume to each job. Mm -hmm. So you can't just have a general general one that you send to everyone. You need to include the experience and the jobs, volunteer opportunities that are specific and that will help you get that particular job. Um, So that's a lot of work. It takes a lot of time. Um, and then you send them in, and that's pretty much as far as I've gotten at this point, so I'll let you know how the rest goes, but, um, yeah, and then after that, you really just, um, have to stay on top of it, you take really good notes on, like, what you've sent in, what you've heard back, and, uh, also, it's a really good idea to practice interviewing Mm -hmm. with a friend or whatever, ask you really hard questions, um, and that kind of a thing, so you're ready for that, um, but... I mean, that's pretty much as far as I've gotten. Another thing is, is that um, you need to keep in mind and just be open to jobs that maybe don't seem like the perfect fit for you. Right. Even if yeah. you're like, this is what I want to do and whatever, that that might not happen. You need to mm-hmm. be open to other things and you might end up loving it anyway. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of as far as I've gotten. Nice. It's been a journey. But. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you like jobs ever like reach out to specific people and be like hey can I have you or mm. nah they yeah. do yeah there are ways you can submit your uh, resumes onto like websites and like forums mm-hmm. um, if you have a LinkedIn profile you'll have all your info on there and you can make connections yeah. and employers will reach out to you on there nice. um, so that's the thing too um, but yeah so far it's just been me, me reaching out so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so um I've heard a lot about, like, it's really good to be able to, like, establish, like, I guess, like, a group of people who know you and then, like, are in the field and then, like, can talk to other people who might be mm-hmm. hiring or looking yes. for people. Mm-hmm. So how would one do that? Mm-hmm. Like, do you become, like, a stalker or just be, like, <laughs> following them mm-hmm. on Instagram and then, like, like all their pictures and they're, like, this one person keeps liking my pictures and mm-hmm. then one day you sign in their DMs, like, hey, <laughs> yeah. hey, do you know me? I mean, one yeah. could do that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. Want to get coffee sometime, you know? Like, yeah. hey, yeah. just you like, and me, yeah. and I can talk. So, I mean, at least from my DM understanding, them. I think the best way to do that is through volunteering and through um, internships. So you might not mm-hmm. actually have a job, but you can make connections that way. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. Jared seems to have a thought. Oh, no. Um, I, as far as making connections in the field, a lot of it, if you're going through the college route, one of the best ways is talk to your professors who are in your department because they actually know their peers outside of the university that you're at and um, they can really get you those really good internships. Um, that's that's one of the best routes. So having a good relationship with your professor is almost, I'd say, as important as um, getting good grades. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if, if you just know you suck at school, you just try really hard to be likable. <laughs> <laughs> Makes <laughs> um, sense. Yeah, the other thing is, as Ali kind of mentioned, um, LinkedIn, and and you kind of mentioned as well um, Instagram, and that, that's an avenue, I guess, for certain careers, but um, what I've seen work well for peers of mine who are in the field that they want to be in mm-hmm. is that they would actually reach out to the company, not submitting a resume, but just saying, hey, who are you looking for? Okay. You know, and actually start a relationship that way. Okay. Because more... Uh, 
a friend of mine pointed out, um, and she's totally right, one of the things uh, a lot of um, hiring personnel are looking for are cultural fits. Mm -hmm. If people actually, their personality fits into the work culture or the staff there, um, that's a huge win for you. Right. And that's one thing you should keep in mind, too, when you're looking for jobs is, is, is this actually a good fit for me? Think mm-hmm. of it almost like dating. Because if it isn't going to work, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be awful. Yeah. And, and so I, I'd almost put that at the top of my list, even above the field that I'm looking in, is will the staff or will the culture help me? Is it a good, healthy one that mm-hmm. um, I can actually build relationships in and thrive there? Right. Um, because at the end of the day, any job is going to feel like a job, no matter how much you love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. would you say that, like, um, it's just as important, if not more important, to have, like, this this kind of, like, mindset or personality as well as, like, the degree? Yeah, I'd okay. say so. Um, more and more um, studies are showing that those with high emotional intelligence are um, climbing higher in their uh, companies than those who had the higher degrees. Okay. Um, so relational... Um, Capacity is a huge thing that mm-hmm. employers are beginning to look for. Nice. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Okay. So, um, this is our last question for today. So, I just want to thank you guys so much for um, spending time with me and coming on the show. Because I had a really good time yeah. on recording. That's too. Thank and you. Yeah, thank you. I'm going to enjoy this <laughs> mac and cheese mm-hmm. that we're about to have mm-hmm. in a little bit here as Heck soon yeah. as Jordan shows up. Shout out <laughs> to Jordan who asked us a question earlier. Mm-hmm. Bless Way your heart, Jordan. You're a good boy. Way to go, Jordan. <laughs> Proud of you. Um, yeah. So what is your favorite part about your lives now? Mm-hmm. Well, I think Allie's is the hope and potential for a dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can finally have one now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like where we live. Um, yeah. We live in a gorgeous place. Mm-hmm. We never thought we'd end up somewhere like this, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a house. <laughs> we kind of feel like we peaked in our 20s. Um, yeah. No, this now. is just <laughs> the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> this is, like, you might... Okay, so y'all have you heard about how people are having to, like, wait in line to get to the top of Everest now? Yeah. No. There's, like, so many people climbing up Mount Everest that really? they have to, yeah. like, wait to get to the it's summit. So there's, like, a line. Dumpster. And people are, like, passing out and stuff because, like, you can't just be standing around, like, at that oh altitude gosh. for so long. Seriously. So, like, <laughs> maybe terrible. you'll just have to, like, be like those people, like, stand <laughs> in line for a little bit. Like, it yeah. might feel slow. And you might feel like you peak, but there's, like, still the summit. Yeah. <laughs> I have hope mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Our best millennial life. Mm-hmm. In your future. Yeah. You've got this. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. See, my favorite part of what's happening now is, I don't know, I, I really like, I don't know, I'm, I'm very content with where we're at, and that that's a really nice place to be. Like, we um, have worked really hard, and not everyone gets to see the hard work pay off, mm-hmm. but we've been blessed enough to kind of have that. Um, and we took some risks, and we failed a bit, but we were really happy to get where we are now. Um, yeah, and I'm, I guess, I don't know if this answers your question very well, but I'm really excited about what the future holds as well. Because, I mean, if things are going this well now, like if we keep on the course that we're doing, yeah, there's going to be rough things that come along, but man, I'm really excited for what the future holds. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, I'm excited for y'all's future too. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see what happens. Heck yeah. I'll just be like watching from the sidelines, just casually. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's the end of this episode. Um, So, if y'all want to submit questions for next week, it'll be just me again. Um, Submit them to my Twitter um, at Bach underscore Max, that's at sign B-A-C-H underscore M-A-X-X, or hit me up with an email asking your question thing. Um, that's MaxBachTalks at gmail.com, that's M-A-X-X-B-A-C-H-T-A-L-K-S at gmail.com. So, send me the good, good question stuff. I'm your host, Max Bach, and I will talk at you next week when we get back to the Max.